Hello and welcome to the Guilty Pleasure Podcast, the show where we celebrate and elaborate on our odd interests. I'm Amanda Salvatore. And I'm Jackie Rayal Bell. And today's guest was Marco Beltran. We talked about pro wrestling, Marco crying during pro wrestling, sexy wrestlers, and just a bunch of other really cool stuff. If you'd like to share your guilty pleasure with us, you can reach us at guiltypleasurepodcast at gmail.com. And if you like what you hear, please go to the podcast app on your iPhone, search for the Guilty Pleasure Podcast, find our purple, blue, and gold logo, which was created by Marco's girlfriend, Rose Faduk, Yes. and click on our name and leave a five-star review and write whatever you want in the review section. Uh, we would really love to hear from you. And more importantly, we would love to hear if you're enjoying this podcast. Yes. Um, stick around. We uh, After a brief message from our uh, network, the Nerdist School Network, and the show will begin right after that. Thanks so much for listening thanks for listening the nerdist school network for class and show information visit nerdistschool.com hey do you like teen dramas do you like teens do you like watching tv shows if you do you might like watching the oc so give it a try and you can listen to us in podcast form on the bro Bro C. We talk about flip phones. We talk about tube tops. We talk about things from the early 2000s. We talk about people smooching other people. Ooh, and great, great music. Yep. So hey, listen to us on iTunes or SoundCloud here on the Nerdist School Network. Woo! I can hear you guys. You put my phone on silent. Yeah, I don't want any. I don't want any updates from Associated Press while I'm doing this. Oh my god! Pretending the outside world does not exist. I like can't. I can't even. I can't even. The last like week and a half has just been every day. It's been crazy. It's been pandemonium. I don't even know what to think. I'm just like, we're so desensitized to it, though, too. <laughs> yeah, nobody's I, like, whoa, did you hear? Everyone's like, yeah, no shit. Yeah, like, of course he did. Yeah, it's not even, it's just. Someone could tell me, like, oh, he, like, ran down the street, like, naked, eating flaming Hot Cheetos. And I'd be like, of course he did. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, of course he did. On Fifth Avenue. That's actually what he ends up doing instead of, you know. Well, that was part of his campaign. He says, I could shoot someone in the know, face on that's... Fifth Avenue. Yeah. And I could my... shoot anybody and I wouldn't lose a vote. I saw a really great tweet today because you know that all of the Do- the Donald Trump supporters are like now even more supporting of him because they feel like he's being crucified by the media. Yeah. Um, they're like, y'all thought that. There was a child pornography sex ring in a pizzeria, but you won't believe that there's fucking uh, collusion between Trump and Russia. Because you heard about that story, right? No. In a pizzeria? It's like connected to Hillary Trump's emails. No. Hillary Trump. uh, Trump, Oh, God, a nightmare. That's a nightmare. Hillary Clinton. I don't know why I said Hillary Trump. It sounds good, though. It Um, does. It's like maybe, yeah. But it was like that they had like this whole 
pedophile ring underneath this pizza place. Ooh, and so, God. like, these people went to this pizza place, like, random pizza place. Like, I think it was, like, a Domino's or something. Like, <laughs> nothing to do with anything. And then people thought, like, oh, fuck, yeah, there's something going down here. And someone went in and tried to, like, start some shit. But it was, like... Was there anything down there? No. no it was nothing. No. There, it was basically, like, there's this internet subreddit. There's a subreddit on Reddit called The Donald, where's where all, like, Donald Trump supporters live. And oh, there God. Became, where they all live. It became this rumor that, like... Hillary Clinton and all the Democrats were running this child pornography sex ring in the in the basement of a pizzeria outside of Washington D.C. That's awful. It's perfect. That's, perfect cover for a yeah. That's because that, yeah. That's exactly what they're doing. That's where our tax dollars are going. One more thing, and then we can remove this topic from everything. <laughs> Please, but always the thing I love is like as he's announcing all of these new. Uh, additions to his cabinet like now he's trying to find the new director of the FBI yeah he always tantalizes it he's like I have a couple finalists yeah and he's like, it's not your TV show it's very TV show I was watching something on somewhere about him and there was you know it was this idea of like he runs his presidency like it's a show a TV show and there's time and time again that he's like you know we have a couple of people in mind you'll find out in a week or two We'll find out in a week or two. Like, what? This isn't like, bum, bum, bum. Every time he says something, I feel like he hears in his head, bum, bum, bum. Yeah. bum. The sound know. effects in his head. What do you think his, like, strolling song is? It's just so like uh, American Badass by Kid Rock. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's just like, A yeah. Three Doors Down song, of yeah. course, or something like that. It's the, the Patriot song they would play at the movie theaters. Did you guys ever? <laughs> no. It's like a, a Three Doors Down exclusive that was um, in co- mm-hmm. uh, like a uh, collaboration with the American Army System. What yeah, it's called the military. Yes, Army system. The American the Army, Army System. system. Um, but yeah, like the, if you would like <laughs> sign up with, sign up to go become a soldier, you could also get this free download from Three Doors <laughs> That's that's a good consolation prize. Why did you sign up for, for the Army for want... sacrificing your life and putting your family through? Superman. Th- that like, was a kryptonite. Oh, it's that sad. Time. I feel like that's I thought you were going to say Superman that hoe. <laughs> <laughs> also, you know, also another really patriotic song. So, Marco, hi. Hello. Our guest today is Marco Beltran. Hey, Marco. Hey, Marco. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. Oh, oh we're going to NPR this yeah. today. <laughs> I, should, I feel like uh, that's an appropriate podcast voice. Yeah. Uh, this is... Marco Beltran. <laughs> this is way what? What did you say? This is the Guilty Pleasure Podcast. Hello, welcome to the Guilty Pleasure Podcast. Today we have Marco Beltran. And um, Marco, can you tell us, please, what is your guilty pleasure? My guilty pleasure is pro wrestling. Whoa! Yes! yes. <laughs> when Marco said this, I wasn't surprised at all that it was, but also he I was surprised. Like <laughs> no. <laughs> it looks like one of those. Because it was just like something that made it even more endearing. Like I was just like, of course it is. I loved it. I think it's such a, it's unexpected. I like I guess, it a yeah. lot. <laughs> so when did you first start watching wrestling? Um, I think since like I was very young my my parents are my both my parents are sort of fans my mom is less of a fan than my dad mm-hmm. my dad's really into it every monday and tuesday he'll watch wrestling and like nice. when there's a pay-per-view or something and then my sister too and so my mom is just like the one that's like oh who is this <laughs> oh that's cool oh, so it's like sports for your family yeah, yeah this is like yeah. the, the like we watch other sports but this is like the one where we watch every week every pay-per-view whatever we just come together and watch it do you just, when you were itty bitty, were you watching wrestling? Yeah. yeah. 
And did you did it become like, is it like a fan family bonding experience for you guys? Is it? I like, guess so. Like in terms of like how you would watch a sport. Like if if you grew up with that sport, you mm-hmm. just watch it with your family, and then it's like, oh, this guy, he's an asshole. Like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, this, this wrestler, yeah, <laughs> this Did, jerk. I love this guy, but this one, oh, oh, he is just so. Oh, when he throws that chair, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I just assume they all throw chairs. They do. That's good. <laughs> Jackie, just, did, did, did you guys, did you watch sports with your family or? Oh, no, 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 my, um My dad is an immigrant from Germany and he doesn't really care for sports. He likes motorcycles. Oh, so I, le- I legitimately don't know how most sports are played. I don't know how basketball works. I know how baseball works because my mom did kind of like baseball. Mm-hmm. Um, as for... And I know hockey because I've dated men who like hockey. Mm-hmm. Um, and as for wrestling, the only thing I really know about wrestling is that they wear belts. Um, they throw chairs. They throw chairs. And Hulk Hogan was a wrestler. I know The Rock mm-hmm. was a wrestler. Dwayne The Rock Johnson was a wrestler. Smell what The Rock is cooking. And I do know that there's also women wrestling, mm-hmm. women wrestlers. And I think the China f- doll. Right? China. Yeah, China. she's dead, though. Oh. She died? Wait, wait, stop, wait, wait. Oh, no. She's dead. Oh, yeah. no. Sorry to break that news. For you. Oh, no. Amanda's sobbing in the corner. It's not funny. <laughs> it's not funny, but I'm going to laugh this whole time. She's laughing from uncomfortableness. Yeah. I, oh, sorry. Or maybe she's just like one of those statistic people that just laughs at death all the time. Me? Yeah, I laugh in the face of death. What about you? Did your parents, what, like, did you guys watch sports as a family? I played a lot of sports as a kid. It was like a very much a thing to do in Pennsylvania. Um, but they, so I know how some sports are played and I, I kind of remember how some sports are played, but I, um, my parents watch baseball, they're Yankees fans. And I think that kind of happened, like they were always fans, but they started really watching it when I was in high school and like later grades, like seventh, eighth grade. Um, so I was a huge Yankees fan for a really long time. And then I had to go to college and miss every game and I stopped paying attention, but you know. Baseball games are really fun when you're there. Not yeah. so much fun to watch them on television. Yeah, I have to be invested in the people. And I think this goes back to wrestling, which what you were talking about. Mm-hmm. It's like, no matter what sport it is, it's easier to get into it when you relate or you know the characters, you know who they are, and you're rooting for them. Yeah. They have a backstory. Yeah. It's, it's also a thing where, like, if you grow up with it, then you'll always be a fan of it. Like uh, yeah. Doctor Who or something. Or mm-hmm. things that have, like, this great like learning curve to them you kind of just go into really early and it's super easy to get into but everything else like if you come in at a at later age it's so much harder yeah it's hard to like catch up i feel like i could never watch doctor who at this point because i'm thoroughly confused with that it overwhelms well. me the it's... thought of watching doctor who overwhelms me how many there's so many seasons there's like 82 seasons <laughs> i hear you just pick one and, and like if it's like to your liking, like the, the theme thematically, if it if it, you like it, then you kind of become a fan. You meditate yeah. on it. You meditate yeah. on it. You go into Think the woods. It. You meditate on it for three whole days during a starvation fast. Yeah. You do some mushrooms, some peyote, and you like pick a deck of cards, and you're, each yeah. deck in the cards represents a season of Doctor Who, and yeah. then you go for it. And then you're you're but like as soon as you know your your fast is complete is when you feel you are the Taurus, the blue thing. Blue. I thought you said Taurus. Box. I was like, Taurus, Taurus, Taurus. Isn't that what it is? Tardis. I Tardis. Oh, the Ford no, Taurus. Taurus. <laughs> the Ford Taurus. Yeah, that's, that's how much like, I know about Doctor. As soon as you feel the Taurus, like what? The Taurus. The Taurus. 
I know more about that. I was trying to connect. Doctor like, Who, you I guys. Knew, I know what you were talking about, but as you were saying, I was trying to connect. Like, what the what fuck? The fuck is she? Had she? The four Taurus. He he runs around the different yeah. realms and time. In a four Taurus. He needs a sensible car, you guys, to get from time period to time period. Okay? A sensible, comma shitty car. Yeah, he needs something that's like fuel efficient, American made. Something that people aren't going to break into. No, nobody cares about that car. Anyway, so so with wrestling and with the people that um, that you sent with us. I was watching these videos. Marco sent us um, a list of of um, people and wrestlers, professional wrestlers that you enjoy. Yeah, well, and it, it was like, great. It's not like a, that's not like my complete list of wrestlers I like because it's not. It's like if you like a band, you don't like just one band in like a genre. Mm-hmm. You like like. I like all these bands here, but I also like this other genre over here. I like all these other bands here. Yeah. And so you just, like, your tapestry of bands you like is just, like, a bunch of different bands that if someone saw it would be like, oh, what? This is a mix. Yeah. Like, this is what I listen to. This is what I This yeah. is what I enjoy. This and so I, I, I broke it apart into, like, types of wrestlers, I guess. Yes. So Ooh, like, like Pokemon? Fire sort of. type, water type? <laughs> yeah, other, kind of. Other things I don't know anything about. <laughs> but it's like, uh, so the the... I guess it's like an appearance aesthetically that, mm-hmm. that is like appealing to me as like a wrestler to to I mean, I'm not a wrestler but like seeing a wrestler have like a certain aesthetic like that I recognize mm-hmm. or that I connect with then that becomes like oh this guy I'm gonna follow him yeah watch all his matches as much as I can what what's I, the aesthetic that you uh, um there's different ones so I gave Amanda here's like, a list I gave Amanda like five or six I don't think you see so, me on this email oh I thought you were on oh, okay so there's favorites spooky. Supernatural, murderers, funny jerks, and fridges. Frid- <laughs> fridges oh. is fridges meaning they are built like a refrigerator. Yeah. Yes, that the- took me a minute, and then I saw the guy and I was like, "Oh, okay, I yeah. get it." He that Dave Mastiff is just like this. His head is round, like a like it's almost like a square, like squared round head. Yeah, squared round body, and he's. Kind of short. He's probably like my height. Really? Yeah. You're he not looks, short. He, he, looks, looks, he looks big. Yeah, he looks huge, but it's because he's a, he's a fridge. You know, <laughs> he's such a like. He's just a rectangle individual. with eyes, you yeah, guys, yeah. and long sweaty hair. Yeah, a huge beard. Just looks like someone that you would see at a bar or something. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like if I relate to someone that looks like. I'll see them at a bar, and I think they're really cool, and just be looking at them the whole time while I'm drinking something. You're thinking about them. Yeah, just You're like, like what Ooh. does he do? How does you know? he What's kiss? his story? How does he kiss? <laughs> okay, that's it. That everyone we talk about, we have to talk. About. We have to talk how they kiss. So, what's this wrestler's name? I want to. I want a visual. Uh, Dave Mastiff. Dave so Mastiff. As in, bull as in Mastiff. the dog. The dog yeah. Mastiff. I noticed that while Jackie's looking up. Um, Dave the Fridge Mastiff. Um, I noticed that like throughout all the people that I was watching, all the videos that you sent me, uh, uh, oftentimes a theme that I noticed um, were underdogs and like kind-hearted wrestlers <laughs> that you enjoy. Or there's yeah. like something about them that like they're unexpected and they probably like you'd look at them and be like maybe they're not a good kisser and then you'd kiss them and be like damn you're a really good kisser yeah you know what I mean like he has to work for it yeah. you know he, uh, he knows what to do with those lips yeah yeah totally <laughs> maybe he's drinking a gin martini but mm-hmm. also like he knows what's up yeah. you know 
I like his Twitter feed. What's his Twitter feed? Please read th- me a tweet. I think uh, I follow him on Instagram and he just does like deadlift stuff. And it's yeah. just him like taking selfies, being a square, taking up the whole screen. <laughs> Here's a tweet. He, he, he did not make this tweet. He retweeted this tweet. And it says, when Photoshop is at your fingers tips and inspiration hits you. And this is what the image is. I'm so excited. Oh, it's Thomas. His face is on Thomas the Tank Engine. But he, <laughs> his, he just looks like a little, like a little close. grumpy fridge, just like. Mm. Just, yeah, he is a little grumpy fid, fridge. Aww. He is. He is. But he's. I saw. He did a great job in the video. <laughs> Pardon, tight. Thank you. Even yeah, podcasters sneeze, sneeze you guys. Yeah, right. I mean, <laughs> That's the sound. If I had better, if I had better um, audio mixing skills, I would pull that and I would do like a sneeze mix for the next five seconds. Yes. <laughs> but I don't. One day I'll get there. One day we're gonna make it happen. That sneeze, that sneeze song is coming. People download it as ringtones. It'll be great. Um, so he's pretty. So what's his deal? Like, how does he? He just like he beats people up. He is yeah, he an underdog like, as well? No, it's just like he's a big imposing dude that like when you see him, he'll just like fuck you up. Yeah. Or like uh, he'll fight someone of like an equivalent size, and you'll realize like, oh, this guy, despite looking like a fridge, is fucking athletic. <laughs> That's awesome. So, yeah, like football a, players. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like kinda... that. He's he's really big, very like agile. There's a lot of people that are just like super huge that you wouldn't expect to be as agile as they are. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, whoa, fuck, this is cool. And then that's how like you'll see someone do something really cool. And then it like, all right, let me just see what else this guy does. Yeah. What else, what other moves he can do. That's awesome. And yeah, so you just build from there. And so it, you end up eventually having like a list of like 20 30 40 people that you're just like oh this guy's in a match with this guy fuck yeah i'm gonna watch that yeah i'm gonna see this pay-per-view i'm gonna see this japanese broadcast and stuff like that so it's just like a global thing of wrestling where it's like their job yeah so every day or every couple days they'll have a new match Mm -hmm. somewhere else in the world and you kind of have to like either find it or just like Eventually, you'll come across it as you're watching stuff. Where do you find stuff that, like, happens all over the world? Um, it's pretty easy. Yeah, The internet. The internet. Yeah. Do you hear about this thing called the internet? Uh, you, you just type uh, www.google.com. And this other <laughs> you were going to say WWE.com. And I was like, wait, you threw in a third W in there. I'm yes. off. Oh, we're going to Google. We're going to search. We're not even going directly to the browser. I want to know. Like, yeah. yeah, open your browser. <laughs> Which Birch browser? Yeah. So Which you... browser? Oh, um, uh, Netscape. Oh yes. That was a good Marco one. Marco loves the old school. Yeah. Bring Me and my back. my compact computer. Yeah. Fifty six k. Just loading pictures of girls that I like on the internet really slowly, and then giving up halfway because it doesn't load. It doesn't load. It gets like to like just below her eye line and you're like this is not worth four hours hours. (laughs) i'm all about that i'm all about the eyes now yeah yeah (laughs) that's it um so when you were watching it with your family were there any like um i just um, did you guys just sit there like did you act things out i just imagine like you and your sister like rolling around on the floor like trying to like it's not not, like as active as like (laughs) you're not like trying to like oh they just did that move all right let's do that right now (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. You could, though. But it's, it's more like you watch it like you would a sport. You just, um, you, the match happens. These two uh, polar opposite characters, similar in like a sketch, like these two characters that are opposing forces, 
come together for a scene and then what transpires is like a, the match. Yeah. But the match oftentimes is like a build up to like a whole story thing. So yeah. there's like beats to this thing and then the match is like the final beat mm-hmm. and then they come together and have like a good match or an okay match and then you just gauge your excitement as the match goes on. Does does pro wrestling have writers, like a writing staff to it? They do. So Jackie, would you take that writing job? I would 100%. I would take any writing job at this point. <laughs> yes, I would. I, I hate because uh, I read that stuff a lot. It's super terrible to be. Or at least, like, because other companies don't have, like, you know, a big writing staff. But, like, for WWE, there's, like, a group of, like, 10, 15 writers. And they get together in a room and they'll come up with ideas. And then maybe 90% of those di- ideas don't go through because, like, there's, like, a head writer that's like, I have this vision for what this should be. Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't align with that, those ideas get tossed. So there's, like, that's thousands of ideas. Like a for show. Like, I was like, just yeah, to say, like, TV television. Show. Yeah. But then uh, it's, like, the type of thing where just, like, at a sporting event, things happen at the last minute to where it'll shift everything mm-hmm. that happens for the night. So 15 minutes before, two hours before – an hour before they're scrambling to write copy for like a character who like has to say like okay this guy's injured so now you have to say something else and like combine this so they're working on the fly yeah which really sucks and then they work i want to say like 250 days out of the year blurg (laughs) yeah Yeah. so they're just traveling like you're not in one place you're traveling from state to state I with the them. City with them. I would watch a show based on the uh, the a writer a pro wrestling writer's life. That sounds fascinating to me. Do that though. Like write that. Somebody <laughs> write that. Write, pilot. That. write that pilot because uh, that's great. That's a great idea. I want to know because it is like guilty pleasure and like your immediate reaction was pro wrestling. So what came? Why, why do you have that kind of connotation with pro wrestling and it being guilty pleasure? Like. Um, it's just one of those things where after middle school, when like, you know, everyone, I feel like you have like an awareness of it in middle school with the, either there's like a bunch of people into it or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, and then after that, everyone just stopped being (laughs) into it. But then me being poor and like only having like limited access to it, I think maybe Mm -hmm. helped. Uh, I stayed into it entirely. I think. Probably also because I was a fan since a child, so I, I stayed into it, and just I don't know. You also, I, I your to, like, family was it. also a, actively a part of it. I feel yeah, like yeah. a lot of kids probably fall into it, or like come across it, think it's super super cool, and then their mom's like, turn that shit off. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, and your mom was like, tell me more about it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the, I had a friend uh, in elementary school who said his mom made them stop watching it because. They turned it on one day, and it was The Rock on, like, the microphone just saying bad words for, like, a minute. <laughs> and so it was like, bleep, 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 and then you can't watch that anymore. Fast <laughs> forward to that. 2013 or 2014, The Rock is playing The Tooth Fairy. Yeah, yeah and that mom is going to it for Problem. sure. She's, I, I know she, my mom probably yes. would have because that's, like, he's, like, oh, he's so handsome. He <laughs> is so Very handsome. handsome. In fact, he was, you know, Smell What the Rock is Cooking. He was cooking a successful acting career, Mm -hmm. just waiting for it. You Mm -hmm. know, that shit takes time, you know? Do you, did you, when you, so everyone falls off the bandwagon. Yeah. Did you, do you have like any stories or like any, anything that happened that you were just like, oh, never again shall I talk about this with my friends? Or like, Um, oh, this is not cool anymore. 
it was it more of it was more of like uh, I guess like an awareness that like no one's into it anymore. Mm-hmm. But then I was still like at home. I had like the uh, N64, and there's a game on it, uh, No Mercy. Mm-hmm. This is like the most popular wrestling game for that console, and so I'd play it with my neighbors and stuff, and then I would play it by myself like for hours to where my mom knew like if a character came out that's like oh that old lady always beats you in this game because nice. there's like, you know, there's like a nice. it's like a sort of survival mode where you have to toss people out of the ring mm-hmm. and so it's like a thing that goes on for like you can you can play it for like an hour two hours and so you, you get to a certain point where your character is beat up enough to where anyone can throw them out mm-hmm. and it's always that old lady that comes out like freaking old number lady. 70 out of 100 and I get tossed out. <laughs> and I was like, oh, it's that old lady again. Fucking old lady. I love um, how, how your mom is just like peripherally watching what you're doing. And she's just really into it. She's like, I like that you like something. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like that. Oh, but it's, oh, I love that. <laughs> it's also just like sometimes it's a little annoying because she'll like she'll be sitting. Ne- we're all watching it. And she'll be sitting next to it. And then she's like, so what is happening? And then you have to explain like 15 minutes of what happened. And then like, oh, okay. So who's that again? <laughs> it's like she's trying though. She's trying she's to be such a good mom. She definitely like wants to know. Backseat viewer, <laughs> like the type of person you know, take to a movie theater because they're like, um, what's this? That's and this is me. a oh sci-fi. Are they in space? <laughs> are they in space? Uh, it looks like a jungle. Why are they? In, yeah. I don't understand. Are they in Wait, space? Wait, he's a ghost. I thought that the boy could see only dead people, and he was the guy to help. That's six yeah. sense, you guys. I was just tell- uh I figured she would be confused. No. No, she got it. Get it, girl. She's paying attention. She knows what's up. <laughs> I think she she understood ghosts. <laughs> I think that's the takeaway. It's not yet. wrestlers. <laughs> my mom likes my mom confuses things a lot. Uh like just she calls she called UCB uh QVC once. Oh, I and love it. I was just it's not that I don't I think she just like I think it's more just like she gets um she like gets an idea of what it is and then she's like I'm not super interested in it. like it's more just like I don't like I I'm a busy woman I don't have like I I'm just not going to like remember the names of things yeah. I'm not really into. <laughs> I'm asking you about it at least. I'm asking you I know that you like it but it's not my thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And there was when I was in college there was this um uh, I was part of this peer counseling program and we would go up to a retreat once a semester to this like place called uh, Full Moon and it was in upstate New York and every semester I was like, when are you going to Blue Moon? I'm like, I'm not going to a, a brewery. I'm going to this place. But, but she's done that Thank a bunch you, of times. And then That's I do really it too. Cool. I do it all the time. I always do that. And I'm like, I'm my mother. Yeah. No, I've done the same. I, I just, it's because I'm not paying attention. It's just I'm like yeah. always half paying attention 100%, to everything. That's that's my mom. My mom is the type of person who will start a thing and then start another thing halfway through. And so there's like six things going on at the same time, mm-hmm. and yep. then all the food gets burned. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> so I, I've, I've developed a taste for like burned food because my mom burns food all the time. So it's like, all right, I'll just eat it. I'll just eat it. I got like this burnt rice, this burnt meat. <laughs> <laughs> Your mom should make a cooking book called Burnt. Burnt. Yeah. Burnt, B-U-R. Yeah, burnt. You burnt. <laughs> my mom likes to narrate what she's doing, like on weekends. Oh, like she'll just like come into like she just kind of she kind of like a cyclones throughout the entire house on weekends because she like keeps herself so busy. Mm-hmm. We're always trying to get her to like calm down and like just chill. But she'll just be like, okay, first I'm gonna go to the grocery store, then I'm gonna go to church, and then I'm gonna like blah 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 blah, blah and then I'm gonna get flowers, and then I'm gonna take them to the cemetery, and, blah, 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 and I'm just like. 
Okay. <laughs> Happy Sunday, Mom. I you just got to get her a recorder, get her on that podcast game. <laughs> yes. <laughs> my, I think my mom would be a really great interviewer. Everyone lo- everyone loves my mom because she, she always is very genuinely interested in what people are doing and like getting to know people. Aww. So I think she would be a good podcaster. We're going to have her on. <laughs> She's going to get out here to California. We're going to put her on. Yeah, it's I think they're, gonna, they're probably going to come out here like next year if I'm still here. <gasps> oh, my God. Yeah. Bum, bum, bum. I think they're just holding out to see if I'm going to come back to New York. But I think once we hit the two-year mark, they're going to be like, all right, I guess we'll take the van and the puppy and we'll come out here. I guess we'll do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so what other – so you have all these these friends who are no longer interested. You choose not to really talk about it anymore. When you were dating – Mm-hmm. What was that like? Because I feel like you reveal a part of yourself to your significant well, I didn't, other. I didn't really reveal it to anyone until my current girlfriend. So I kind of, for everyone, I would kind of just do it. Because, you know, you have like a, a, an autonomy when you're younger and dating. Mm-hmm. You can have like your whole private life that you have at home where you just don't shower or something, whatever. <laughs> You know, <laughs> like, you know, like, I don't have to dress up. I don't have to do anything. It's I'm just true. When you live with your parents and you're still dating people, like as a young kid, as like a teenager, early 20s, like it, it's it's very separate. It's still kind of like this very intentional thing opposed to, you know, being an adult now living with your partner. Yeah. It's like, yeah. But, but I, I'm like such a big fan that it, it was one of those things where like it was really hard to hide because it'd be like. I'd be out with someone and like, oh, I, I gotta go home now. Oh, <laughs> you know, I gotta, what, do I you have to diarrhea? Do this thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I uh, I gotta go. Um, <clears throat> bye. Yeah, and so uh, uh, I just never, I never brought it up. My my first, or not my first, my like first major girlfriend. Um, she was like in middle school. She was a fan too. You had a major girlfriend in middle school. Yeah, it was. God bless you guys. How Jesus. old were you? Uh, 11, 12. But it went on for like five years. Whoa! Yeah. This is a topic. <laughs> you, how do people date when they're eleven? Because I did not. I am a late bloomer. Uh, that's what we call a nerd. <laughs> Oh my God! Uh, no, me. Am a, I the nerd? Am I the nerd? I'm, cool. I'm, I, I, no, no. It I, was in like a. I, I feel like it, people think it's like a thing that's like, well, like uh, this this elusive thing, but it's just kind of a thing that happens. You don't really like plan like I'm gonna date so many girls in high school. And oh school. yeah, that's um, that's what I was, I was like. I'm gonna date. How did you everybody. ask her out in middle school? Um, I was. Very bad at all these things. Evidently so, not. You like, had her going for five years. Yeah, you no, no, bagged no. it. You bagged it, and you kept her coming back for more. <laughs> but is is one of the things where like I super awkward, and I guess mm-hmm. that comes off as endearing to people. I love and it. So uh, it it was really easy for me to talk to people or that I liked. Yeah. Because they just build a conversation and just go from there. It's easier to. I guess it was easier to make a girlfriend than to make a friend, can, <laughs> you know? Can that be the tagline for your website, Marco Beltran? I'm so awkward, it's endearing. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Uh, I, so told what, me did that you say, what did you say to her? Um, probably not anything interesting. It was more just like she liked me and I liked her. And oh. then someone said like, oh, she likes you. And then I was like, okay, do you want to call her? And, and then... They let me call her, and then it was like a two-hour phone conversation where it was just like, Aww. hey, oh. I like you. Oh. I like you, too. Oh, my God. That is magical. What are you doing? Not watching pro wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely not wondering what The Rock is cooking. <laughs> 
do not want to smell it. I don't want to know about it. But yeah, she she liked it, and so it was it was like easy in with her because then she she liked knew. wrestling. Yeah, like it was it was during the time when when wrestling was so big that it was like everyone knows who this character is. Everyone oh. knows who The Rock or Stone Cold. I was just gonna say, who's that yeah. Steve guy? Stone Cold Steve Austin. He's yep. also dead. <gasps> he <laughs> died too. <laughs> He's still alive. <laughs> he has like a podcast that he does. <laughs> we should have him on this podcast. He is not dead. Wait, not didn't dead. another big? Uh, there was another big wrestler that died. There are a lot of big wrestlers that die. It's a sore spot in my life. <laughs> there have been a couple times where, where wrestlers have died that I've genuinely felt really bummed or cried. Really? Oh. Like it yeah. was your John Lennon? Not maybe to that degree, but it was like, <laughs> like oh, I watched you growing up and my dad was really into I was really into you as well and... Wow, this is this sucks. It's like life, a hero. Life is real. Yeah. Which everyone dies. What are some do examples? <laughs> Spoiler um, alert. You Marco, do. That's how Marco learned about death. Um, He's like, oh, China doll kicked it. <laughs> we all will kick it one day too. Um, me and my sister were really into like Eddie Guerrero, which is like a Hispanic wrestler that mm-hmm. was really popular. And it, his thing was like he was he would cheat, but he would do it in like a really funny way. So he'll like uh he'll grab a chair and then like hit it. And then throw it to the other guy and then just fall to the ground. I'm like, oh, God, he hit me. Like, oh, disqualify him. God, like, he just hurt me. Nice. And so, like, a jokester. Yeah, it was like, a, he was like a jokester. It was funny. And, yeah. and it was like the underdog type of thing where mm-hmm. he was like a smaller guy, uh, also Hispanic. And so there was a lot of factors going into it to where me and my sister really related to this person mm-hmm. as like a character. And then he just dies. How did he die? <laughs> um, it was one of those things where, um, how they explain it in wrestling is like you have a certain amount of hits you can take to the ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, like like you per- fall, one person does? One person, you can fall down, uh, get dropped or whatever, a certain amount of times in your lifetime. And then eventually, like your body just kind of starts to break down. And so this guy, he had like, he was addicted to drugs mm. and like was in pain all the time. And mm-hmm. then so one day he just went into his hotel room and had a heart attack. And there was no one around. Like, it was one of those things where it was so sudden that even if someone was around, they would have died. But no one found him until way later because he was, like, sleeping, technically. Yeah. Um, And so he died. (laughs) And then it was, like, one of those things where they had, like, a whole thing uh, the next day at the the Raw, which is, like, the Monday night uh, show. Mm -hmm. And so they have a thing where everyone comes out and just talks about, like, oh, I love this guy. He was my friend. He would make me laugh all the time. And so it won't like. Was it showboaty still? Like, were the writers involved, or do you? No, it was were like, they in character? It was or like was it, tr- it was. It was like the actual true. person. Like, I I love this person, and then he was like, "There's a guy who was crying, and he's just like, he was my best friend. Aww. We would ride everywhere together. He knew my family. We would have dinner together, kind of thing. And it was like, oh, this is that's a bummer. Yeah, because even though like. They all have to know each other, and they yeah. all are working together, and I'm sure there's, like, you know, they're, like, their feuds and, like, the things that make the show, but also... They're friends. They're friends. And yeah. that's in any sport. I feel like even if, like, you, I'm sure there are, like, people on the Red Sox who are friends with people who are on the Yankees, yeah. and, like, they don't really care about... They're making money. Yeah, they're making enough <laughs> money. They're doing it right, you know, that it's not, it's not about that. Yeah. That's a bummer, dude. Yeah, so there's that one. There's Macho Man, who's relatively recent. Oh, that's what yeah. I was thinking about. So yeah, yeah that one, it, it was like 
really sad because there was a whole backstory building up to it, kind oh, of. Like, no. <laughs> no, it wasn't like a like a sad. It was like he he married his high, high school sweetheart uh, that he found like he, he was like way older in like his late fifties, and he went to the doctor's office and found his high school sweetheart, and then they rekindled their relationship and got married again. And so he started like, I forgive everyone, everyone who ever did anything bad to me, and I'm going to go back to the WWE, and we're going to do all these things, and all the fans are going to be super excited. And then he has a heart attack while driving a car and crashes into a tree and (gasps) dies. Oh, my God. (laughs) And so it was one of those really sudden things that people were really excited about him doing stuff again because he had been silent for, like, 15, 10 years of just not doing anything. Like, I think the... He was in Spider-Man, I think, the first Spider-Man. Oh. As, like, a secondary character. Mm-hmm. And, like, after that, the company that he worked for went under. And so he didn't do anything for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, like, minor things here and there. But then he just dropped off off the face of the earth. And then eventually he popped up again. And he was yeah. way older, uh, looked happier. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, he dies. And it was, like... Oh, yeah. this is real. <laughs> That's heartbreaking. I yeah. didn't realize that wrestling had such a kind of dramatic flair to it. It's it, not like a, th- that's more of like real life stuff. Oh, but I understand that death like, is real. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but then there's like like other stuff that happens within wrestling that, that is also really sad. Like they'll have like a really, like a endearing promo that'll make me cry. Yeah. Uh, like last year they had uh, this feud between two female wrestlers that it was like they were both both their dreams were to become wrestlers and so they have all this backstory to them where they're mm-hmm. like I love this wrestler I loved res- this wrestler when I was in the fifth grade I wrote this short story that was like I love this wrestler I want to be a wrestler and so it was all this build up to these two people fighting each other and it was like one of them has to win but who do you want to win yeah, when they're both, both I, you love both of them yeah and so, like, they have this really, like, fucking sad <laughs> Like, it is, like, like sad in, like, I love you both. I want you both to it's succeed like in life. Yeah. Inspiring sad, I guess. Um, and so I'm just like, whoa, thank you. <laughs> there's, a thir- there's a third eye, not third eye blind, a three doors, three doors down, down song yeah. playing. No, it's like some Enya in the background. And yeah. you're just like, ooh. That's crazy. <laughs> I had no idea it had that kind of, I really thought that, wrestling, the only thing I know about wrestling is that in when I was in middle school, like all of the guys in my class loved it and they would always like practice moves on each other and be like, wrestling, wrestling. And, you know, there was all that thing about, you know, I feel like with parents, some parents, it was kind of just like, we shouldn't let our children watch this. And, (laughs) but I didn't realize there was so much, uh, I didn't realize there was so much kind of like heart and story behind each of these characters. I I think that's what I, what I like about that is that it, it's, it's, it's like they're people, they're beating each other up. There's nothing beyond that. But they try to give you something beyond that. There are characters involved. It's not just two guys beating each other up. Mm-hmm. It's like, this guy is a cocky asshole. Or this guy, he worships the devil. <laughs> this guy, I love it. This guy went back in time and came back. <laughs> you keep mentioning underdogs. So what what, what uh, makes you relate to these underdog types, ty- types of wrestlers? I think it's like, uh, it's one of those things where everyone is like susceptible to an underdog story and i think that's what everyone relates to even in wrestling like you want the smaller guy to beat the bigger guy or you want the guy that nobody likes to win because it's i don't know it's crazy that's the crazy thing that happens when like 
the team that was destined to lose for the whole season wins the championship, then it's like, well, fuck yeah, I'm super pumped about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's the same same rules apply for wrestling. Like, if there's a small wrestler who uh, you kind of know from, like, there's an independent scene in wrestling also. So you know them from all these independent things that they did outside of the WWE, and then they make it to the WWE, and they just get shit on for, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, 10, 15 years or whatever. And then finally they get to the top, and, you know, everyone's behind this person, and they really want this person to win, and they keep getting shit on, they keep getting shit on, but it grows bigger, bigger, bigger. People are more into it. And then the, 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 it's like a fervor for this person to win the one time that they need mm-hmm. to win. And so when they do, it's just like... That's, the stakes are so high. Yeah. The stakes, it's catharsis for that yeah. one moment. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't realize there was even an independent scene that you can like follow like a... a, a like a double A, triple A team in baseball. This yeah. is a hipster wrestler. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> a kind of. It, it is sort of like being a hipster toward wrestling in that regard where you, if you are a fan of these things, you kind of want to branch out beyond it. Because there's only so much you can watch in WWE and then eventually it, you know, it either sucks or it's good. But then you realize, like, there's other shit that I don't have to watch just this one company. Mm-hmm. I can watch the smaller one that they just kick the shit out of yeah. each other for hours. And then they're, you know, uh, people go home really excited because they do all these flips and whatever. Yeah. And then there's a Japanese company where it's just like, this is like the pinnacle of toughness. Like, you beat each other up, but then, like, they all have such heart that, you know, someone wins, but it's like, you, you're excited for both of them being super strong, you know, yeah. characters. Yeah. And so it's like there's different companies where you get, like, a different thing. Yeah. But then they all kind of are wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. You get, like, you get, you get like, the the big fight and you get all, like, the, the knock em sock em robot kind of a, yeah. you know, enjoyment out of it. But it's, I think that you're you connect to you're connecting with like the people and 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 the and the characters of it as well which i think is so cool like i never really thought of it that way and when i was watching some videos the guy who i really liked there was two guys i was like yeah um i liked chuck taylor the chuck he's, taylor he's, video he was great is. that one i i shared it because it was like i love this character because he he is the like a jerk yeah. And like he plays the character of a jerk, but then when he's in a match, it's like he'll scream. Like yeah. <laughs> he'll recoil in pain when he gets hit, like how you would expect someone, like, usually, like, when someone gets hit, they just go, oh. Yeah. But then he goes, like, oh, God. Oh, that hurts. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so he'll, like, be falling around. And then he'll have, like, he'll be known for for things like like he yelled at a kid once and the kid started crying. Oh my god, and so really? It, that just became a thing that he would just do like go to different shows and just yell at a kid. Kids? Yeah. Dude, the interview, I like them. The interview, yeah, right? It sounds it sounds uh like a positive environment to be in. I the interview that you sent me, he came across as like I guess that's because that's like the real person talking. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he was so grateful to wrestling and he was talking about like independent wrestling and like how he loves doing it and it's taking him, it's taken him around the world and he's so grateful for it. It's kind of cute. Yeah, he's, 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 he's kind of, he looks like, he looks like kind of like a doofy bro. Yeah, that's (laughs) kind of the vibe I got. And then I, yeah, like, like he, he looks like he could have been on 
jackass, maybe. Totally. <laughs> and if you've listened to our podcast before, you know how Jackie and I feel about the guys from Jackass. Oh, you guys like those guys that poop on each other? <laughs> <laughs> you guys are into that type of guy? Yep, we like guys who sit on each other's chests, yeah. pop mm. each other's pimples. Just mm. those those no-homo dudes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that says, that says man to me. Mm, mm, mm. And also I really liked, um, who was the guy, is it Daniel Bryan? Yeah. He's look up Daniel Bryan, Jackie, because he Bryan. he look he doesn't look like he would ever be a wrestler. He looks like somebody you may have gone to grade school with. Yeah. But he, that the video that you sent me, I was like cheering him on. Does he win anything ever? Yeah. Uh, Did he win because he didn't win in the video you sent me? <laughs> and I was super upset because he grew that really long beard and he looks really crazy. Oh yeah, he's totally he, my type. He wins. But his, yeah, his story is really sad. Too. His story's really sad. Yeah, but he's it's not super like hot. A, it's not like a, yeah, I'm into that. It's not. It's more of like. Uh, so this one was the one that made me cry. Because <laughs> We're he, just gonna list things that make Marco cry. Yeah, I, I cry a lot. Uh, I watch movies and I'll cry. I, yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not afraid to cry because it's yeah. just like I'm. I'm sad. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, get those <laughs> emote. Emote. Yeah. Live your life. So he 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 is that like the the trope that I described before, where it's like a guy who goes through the independent scene and everyone loves him, and then he gets to the WWE, the main thing that everyone aspires to, like the major leagues, kind of, um, and he gets shit on for a really long time, and then the one time he wins and he's having the big match at like WrestleMania, which is like the the big one, mm-hmm. uh, he gets beat in like 15 seconds. And so everyone, like, to that point, everyone was really, wanted a good match because he's a good wrestler. Um, And he's he's really, like, energetic and does all these cool flips and stuff. And, like, it looks like he's, they're fighting, you know? Yeah. And so... Uh, he was doing this thing where it was like a like a like a cocky yes chant. Yeah, they were like yeah. it's the yes movement, yeah. which I was like that it's, speaks to my soul. Yeah. I love and that so idea. so he's like he's doing this thing to be a jerk, but then in wrestling, if you do a thing like whatever, like a, you do a cheer, you say a thing, it starts to pick up steam, mm-hmm. and so everyone is getting excited about this yes thing. They're just doing it. Everyone's doing it. The chant is just yes. Yeah, it's just yes, and he puts his fingers up to do like. A why? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So he's making a why with his body. Yeah. And he goes around the ring and just says yes, yes. So he would win a match and then just do that and go out and like just to be like a jerk. Like it was a thing to like get people to hate him, but then it ended up being that people just loved it and yeah. they loved him because he's an enduring. He's a small dude comparatively to to other wrestlers. So people started to to want him to win. Yeah. And so he gets to this point and he doesn't win. <laughs> And so everyone gets really pissed. Like all the fans so they get go, pissed. No, 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 no. Yeah. It's like they make an end with their with their no, they arms. No, they do this. Oh yeah. no, they, they they do like cross chops. Cross chops. <laughs> um, so they yeah they so he he doesn't win, mm-hmm. and so they people just get you know they want him to win. So for the next couple months people are just cheering. They want him to win. I and want it, him it to keeps win building, too. Building to where. Everyone in the stadium is doing the yes chant. Yeah. And so it's interrupting matches and then it's interrupting when they're doing like their, their promos and stuff, like saying stuff in the ring. And so it gets to the point where they can't ignore that people want this guy to win. Yeah. And so they build like a whole storyline where it's like he's building to get to the big one again. And so fights all these people, beats all these people, gets to the thing again, wins, 
Oh, he does. <laughs> yeah, and then he goes, he he goes on vacation for like a week. Oh, where did he go? Married. He get, he went to get married with his wife. Yeah, but then, like, where did they go? I Do you know? know. Oh, I'm gonna find out. Not a real thing. fan, Marco. If you were a real fan, you'd know where they got married. You would know the colors of the wedding. I'm a little upset. I'm yeah, gonna he, find out for you right now. <laughs> Thank he, you, Jackie. He goes to get married. His dad dies within that week. What? For real? Yeah. And then. What is going <laughs> on, WWE? <laughs> oh, and then my God. They got married in Sedona. Oh. He got married to Bria Bella. Oh, that's a name. He's pretty. Um, uh, yeah. Can I see? Yeah. I want to I want to look. I'm sorry, Marco. Okay. I'll hear about how his dad died in a minute. All First, right. we want to compare ourselves <laughs> to I wanna, his wife. Yeah, I want to judge myself against a pro wrestler's uh, wife. She's so. also a pro wrestler. You know what? I feel like you got to be. Oh, she looks like Megan it. Fox. Dude, she's like, what? Yeah. But that dude cleaned up. <laughs> like he's like he's cute and stuff, but like uh, he's he's also like a he, he was a vegan for a while. There's, there's like a whole backstory to where it's like this guy is. I like this guy I like even this outside guy. of the ring. Um, and so that thing happens, His and then this whole knows. time he has like this nerve thing in his neck. Oh god! To where uh, once he's done wrestling, like a part of his body he can't feel it. It goes numb. Yeah, it goes numb, and so eventually they do some tests, and they decide that he can't wrestle anymore. For real? (laughs) It's a real thing? Yeah, and so there was, like, two occasions where this happened. Like, once he had to give up, he had to give up the main title to, because he couldn't wrestle for a while, and so he went to get surgeries and do all these things to get get back into the ring, Mm -hmm. and he makes it back, and he starts his climb back to get the title. People still love him as much as you can love a wrestler within wrestling. And then <laughs> there is a limit to it. Oh, their wedding pictures are so fucking cute, you guys. <laughs> oh my god, let me see this. Um, they're next to a tree. Keep and looking at the Google images of the two of them. Oh it's adorable. All right. but, but yeah, oh he, he gives this big speech where he's just like, "I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna be better, and we're gonna get the title again, and it's just gonna be like our movement will continue, the yes movement will continue, kind of thing." And then he he comes back. And he gets injured again, but it's like a, a concussion. And Jesus. so, like, they're right now, the big thing in like all sports is like concussion kind of thing. Yeah, so, like, well, they're, get getting, they're getting hit a lot. Yeah, they're getting hit a lot. It's like you, if you do no it for kidding. a certain amount of time, you'll get hurt. no kidding. If you get if you say if you have a couple head injuries in a row, it's pretty bad for yeah. you. No and way. So he, <laughs> all these wrestlers are fucking dying from heart attacks when they're fifty. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. And so he. He's just one of those dudes where you just want him to win so bad and then you want him to succeed because he he comes off as like a genuinely nice, personable guy. Yeah. And so you want him to be as big as he deserves to be, you know, because he's not the the archetypal character that the WWE would promote as like a big buff dude with like, you know, uh, just like fucking chiseled type of six foot five dude. Yeah. Um, and so the, it's just like that storyline of that super that underdog that makes it, but then it's get gets taken away from him. And so I, I cried for both times because <laughs> I, I want. We titled I was like, this as like times Marco cried. That's what the episode is called. I cried. A wrestling, a wrestling <laughs> makes me cry a lot. Just the you know whoever's doing the production for the for the promos and like the little uh, vignette video things. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they'll just get you with like 
this guy has a good backstory. Yeah. And I want them to succeed. And then you just feel that little tear come out. And it's you like, feel ah, it. you're strong. You're, Damn. You're going to make it. I love <sighs> I, No, I love it. I think it's great that you have such like a strong emotional connection to it. That's yeah. dope. And I think that's what it probably carries me on to to continue watching it. But then, mm-hmm. you know, there's other factors that contribute whether or not you Because it's awesome. It's awesome. It's awesome to watch them fight. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome to watch them fight. It's it's awesome to to watch the promos and like watch how they're gonna promote their character and mm-hmm. see how they would do it. And then I also like to think about like see this character similarly how you would write it in a sketch is like this is the character, this mm-hmm. is like what they're about. How would you write what they're gonna say? I want <laughs> you to part. write a. I want you to write so many wrestling sketches now. <laughs> Because now you've that I get before, it, right? huh? you've written them you've written, you've brought in wrestling sketches to the to the No, scale. I haven't. I that, it's like super hard because it's it's. It, I'm sure it's you're like, too in. You're too deep. I'm, I'm you're too, too deep. deep. And it's one of those like where if I would write something, when I write something, it's just like this doesn't feel. I, I this probably the crux that I have with all my writing is that like I'll get to a point with something and then I will want it to be come off a certain way that that I think in my head is like different than mm-hmm. what other people like if someone wrote a wrestling sketch you would kind of know what type of thing they would go for mm-hmm. but then that's not what i really want to go for you know they go for the, like that's the outlandish, twist that's the like, game like macho man type of character and then that's like it's macho man and hulk hogan and they're doing a thing and i want <laughs> it to be <laughs> and i want it to be something beyond that and i think it, that's what i struggle with a lot with with just writing in general is that, that i want I, I write a thing and is either dumb or not, but then I want something more to it, mm-hmm. and I'll try to build on that. And so I'll ruminate an idea for for a really long time, or I'll like go to sleep thinking about beats or something, and mm-hmm. then just like I'll try to build on something. But normally, I, I don't really get there or get. Or I'll get pretty close to what I idealize in my head. Yeah. Um, but it's just. You get close. <laughs> I think I think you should write it. I think you can write it, and I think that it's gonna be super cool. I'm just gonna let you know that I'm I, going to. I, I think just so much this. pressure, and then I'm never gonna write it. <laughs> I'm gonna tell so, you every time I see you. I'll just I'll just write a sketch for Marco where Marco's yeah. just struggling with writing a sketch about wrestling because he loves it so damn much. <laughs> right, that's all it is. It's just Marco. Actually, that's a really funny sketch. Like a, like a first date, and a dude is just like, and the girl's like, "So what do you like?" And he's like. I just really like pro wrestling. And then he just gets progressively more and more emotional about pro wrestling. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The end, they're both like crying and they're like, we'll get through it. (laughs) I love that. Um, Do you think, speaking of dates, I know that um, we all know and love your uh, current lady friend, Rose. Mm -hmm. How does Rose feel about how does is she like as into it as you? Is she just accepting of it? Does she watch it with you? I think because I didn't like. I didn't indoctrinate her into yeah. <laughs> pro wrestling as if one If you would. told me that Rose was, like, secretly, like, a hardcore wrestling fan, I would flip no. the fuck That out. would just make me—I don't know if I could love Rose more. <laughs> and then I would just—I I, love—guys, I—you could even ask Max. I bring up you and Rose, like, all the time. I'm like, they're just so cute. Look <laughs> at them. They're so cute. They're the best. So I have, like, a thing for you guys. Anyway, mm. it's kind of weird and creepy. Um— so she doesn't like it, or she does like it. She, um, I wouldn't say she likes it. It's more of like 
supportive, <laughs> similar to everyone. She's you, letting you have it. She's like, you know, you go do I'm your sure thing. you have a thing where it's like, or both of you have a thing where it's like, you like this thing, and then your boyfriend or significant other's just like, yep. that's great. I love it. I love that you love it, and I'll do this with you because you love it. But I'm like, whatever about it. What is your th- what is Rose's thing that you that you're like that for? And then we'll all go around. I want to. Oh, I gotta think. Rose, Rose is gonna because we talked about this before. She was like, "What's my thing? My guilty pleasure?" And I was like, Aww. "Shark Tank." Oh. <laughs> sure. It's like uh, she'll watch it all the time, and then she's just like, "I just love hearing them either shit on an idea or get really excited for an idea." But then that's like what she really likes, and what she'll watch. She watched like. She's up to date with Shark Tank, as you can, as you can be. <laughs> like, say, how many it, seasons is it even? I don't know, but she's watched all of them. I think amazing. <laughs> but but yeah, she'll be watching it, and then she'll like, I'll put something else, and like, I don't just watch it. Yeah, just. just I know you want to watch it. I'm not gonna turn it off for you. Just right. just watch Shark Tank until you get tired, <laughs> and then whatever. And it's the same thing with wrestling with me. Like, I'll I'll put on a pay per view. Like before, I would put it on my phone or on my laptop, and then. You know, I'd watch a pay-per-view or two mm-hmm. or whenever it was on. I'll, like, I'll just have it with me. And then I got more courageous, oh, as one no. one does, to be like, oh, we're in a couple. We're a couple. <laughs> and I want we're this committed. to be. We're committed to each other. I want to share this with you. <laughs> yes. I want you to experience the passion that I have for this thing. And we'll just be together in this one moment. These two hours will be a happy couple. And then I put it on, and then she's like, oh, wow, this is cool. And falls asleep. <laughs> falls asleep. <laughs> um, so there's like Rose will be like, uh, like I'll try to explain things and she'll get into, she's into Daniel Bryan as well because mm-hmm. how could you not? How can you not be? Yeah. Cute shit. And so um, we both like him as like a person and, and sort of a character. Um, but she'll have like, there's this other wrestler named Seth Rollins that she, she was really into, but more, like, aesthetically. He's mm-hmm. a, a very good-looking man. Oh, my God. Please tell me it just looks like Marco. Please look <laughs> him up. I, I wish. If there was a wrestler that looked like me, I'd be like, that guy's a good-looking man. <laughs> now Google don't knows. You guys, guys. Google don't you guys knows. think he's a good-looking wrestler? <laughs> yeah, right. right? Now Google. Oh. Oof. <laughs> Damn. I want to look. I mean, like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> he kind he looks like um oh god the guy from Shakespeare in Love kind of but like the wrestler version. Yes. Uh um can I can I share mine and Matt's? Yes, I want to know. Okay, so Matt and I are very different in terms of what we like and the things we like to do because he's from Florida and I'm from New York City, so just different right off the bat. Um but I love Matt loves loves anime. Like loves anime. Like, Does he have like those silk scrolls and like the sh- the shirts with like? No, the he doesn't have any. Sw- he doesn't have any swag. He doesn't <laughs> have any swag. And he doesn't. He doesn't watch Dragon Ball Z, but he watches like these really like obscure animes I've never heard of, and he just like he just loves them. He'll just like binge watch them, and he's tried to get me to watch them, and I'm just like, all right. I have a difficult time because the women like are. I, yeah, it's the same. I, like yeah. it's the same thing with wrestling. Like, uh, if I were to to up to a certain point, if I were to. To show Rose women wrestling, like these are women. You're a woman. You should relate to this. Um, and then she's just. But like, it was like scantily clad women up to a certain point, and but now it's starting to change. The paradigm is shifting, for or women wrestling to be more of a like it was already like outside of the WWE. It was like, a women would fight men, women would be tough, women would 
be in a hardcore match and just like beat the shit out of each other and it was awesome and everyone he loves it but then in the wwe it was like supermodels are wrestlers and mm-hmm. supermodels are not athletes so like a supermodel trying to do a move you know it just looks like someone's trying to do a thing going through jello <laughs> so they're like <laughs> swinging slow. their arms and like they doing... just look silly yeah they look silly and so it, it... kind of like an anime when a girl when like a girl is wielding a sword and has on like barely a bra and a skirt that covers half of her butt yeah that'll do it and it's just kind of like and he's like no and i've read a couple things there's some people that have said like no like that's just the way it's portrayed like don't think of it that way and i'm like all right it's fine but i just don't and the dialogue is very rough and i think it's more because of like the subtitles Mm -hmm. like they 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 get it very on the nose like i'm trying to think of a good example but it's like the legend says that you must die or something like there's just no like kind of nuance nuance to it (laughs) yes and on the flip side, the thing that I love right now that Matt cannot stand is ABC's Once, a Time, Once Upon a Time. Uh, I love that show. Shut the fuck Of course, <laughs> of course. Me and Jackie are the same freaking person. I stopped watching it after the season where they did Elsa. I, I didn't stopped. see Elsa. I'm up oh, to okay. like end of season three. That's the se- Okay, okay. <laughs> I stopped. They get to Elsa and I was like angry about it. And I said, <laughs> F that. I want to see some like homegrown you know, fairy tales. I don't want to hear any of this new shit. And then it gets, yeah, I don't want to see that. What? I mean, like, that's fine. If they wanted to do that, whatever. I'm not like, you know, whatever. But I, I loved the old, yeah. We'll talk about it later. Do you, do you explain that to Max? Like, uh, that, Okay, Beauty so and the Beast character. That Beauty <laughs> is actually Rumpelstiltskin. Yeah, yeah there's like a little bit of like, you know what I mean? There's a little surprise. But do, but do you do that with Max where you like try to explain like, and this is what happened. Like he doesn't watch the show. No, there's certain, there's certain things that like Max will not watch. But what I'll do is because I know he won't watch it, I'll just tell him the entire plot. That's, and it's more for me with, to remember. It's, yeah. it's, I'm telling Rose like this whole storyline that's happening right now. And then it's like. Cool. cool. And then it's me talking for like an hour, like yeah. oh, really yeah. excited. I'm so stoked about this thing. I'm going to, yeah. Like, right. I'm, I'm going to go home and probably watch wrestling right now. I hope you a, do. There's a big event happening today. <gasps> what <laughs> events today? So, uh, there's a NXT Chicago, which nice. is like, there's like normal WWE, and within WWE, there's like a secondary, like promotion type of thing. Yeah. Where like it's like the wrestlers that are coming up to be on the main roster. And so, there are, uh, you know, like they're characters that would fit in this world, but mm-hmm. maybe don't translate, or they do translate, but they're trying to be bigger. And so it's like a smaller thing. And so they have their own show that's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. And so they have like, you know, cool wrestlers that I really like. And yeah. So, so I'm really excited to see all these wrestlers that I like. Some of them, which I included on the list, it's like nah, it's Alistair right. Black, Andrade Cien Almas. People that I'm really into. Could I ask one more question? Because yes. we're out of time. Mm-hmm. What does WWE stand for? <laughs> I should have gone that from right off the bat. What do you think it stands for? <laughs> World Wrestling Entertainment. Yeah. It does? Yeah. Oh, I just guessed. Super simple. Super <laughs> simple. I don't even think it may. Like, it's one of those things where every wrestling company has like a three-letter because you know, it's WWF what is is Federation. What does yeah. Raw stand for? It doesn't stand for anything. It's just that's just raw. the name of the show. Like this. I wish this it raw. did. What would you what would you think Raw would stand for? <laughs> Rambunctious <laughs> and wild. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I feel like that's a, that's a good title for it. I like that. Um, Marco, do you want to plug anything? 
Uh, I'm on this little sketch team called the Vanities. You're the final oh, yeah? member of the Vanities team. We've on this exhausted podcast. the Vanities. We yeah. have. We've we've um, done it. But that, I like. We'll, I don't really do much other than that. Well, do you want to plug the art and like the stuff that you and Rose do? Oh, yeah. I guess yeah. Ro, my girlfriend is an illustrator and a uh, screen printer, and so we both screen print stuff and go to conventions and do all that. And, so what's the company called? Uh, or like where can we go buy things because it's to dope? Kudef.etsy. Uh-huh. Or Rose Fiduc. Uh it's Rose Like just look up Rose Fiduc. There's like two. But it's a F E D U K. Cool. And he's on the vanities. We're doing Jan uh, July third and July tenth. July third yeah. on Project Alpha, projectalpha.com. Mm -hmm. And July tenth, eight PM at the nurse school or stage. June. June. June, 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 not July, June, June 3rd and June 10th on, uh, yeah, June 10th, 8 p.m., Nerdist School Stage, Sunset Boulevard, June 3rd, projectapple.com. Thank you so much, Marco. Thank you, you Marco. Bomb. The Nerdist School Network. For class and show information, visit nerdistschool.com.